welcome back to the... Well, deck the holes and call me jolly. It's Christmas, y'all. <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're we've so been getting close. there for a while, but now we're getting close. We've been jolly for about two months now, I would say. Not long enough. No. I mean, for you, it's probably more like six months. <laughs> yeah, since Christmas in July, right? Christmas. That's true. There you go. Yeah. Half the year, I spend it in Christmas yeah. cheer. So we did a Christmas in July party. That was amazing. It was mm -hmm. so fun. We're going to do it every year. We, yep. Had a snow machine and everything. By the way, y'all, I've already found some cool new stuff I've been stashing for decor for next year. By the way, this is news to me. You're hearing it first here on the podcast. Yes. And we're going to have a long conversation after this about that. <laughs> Target had some really cute... Okay, you can stop. Thank you. Flamingo Back ornaments. <laughs> onto the topic. Okay. Speaking of all these wonderful things, today we're talking about some ways to have more in 2020. Because the topic of New Year 2020 is coming around. By the way, this is the the last month of this decade. Mm-hmm. How wild is that? Yeah. How wild is this? 18-year-olds were born in 2002. Yeah, that's pretty wild. That's messed up. If you're an 18-year-old listening to this, screw you. <laughs> oh, stop it. And your it. 2002 <laughs> millennium True birthday. millennials. Yeah. Isn't there another name for them now? Like, no. you're a millennial. And well, isn't, like, another... Am, am I, though? I think that's silly, because I wasn't born I have no 2000. idea, to be honest. Yeah. Anyway. I think I'm, like, on the edge of being a millennial, too. Sometimes people say I'm a millennial, and no. I'm like, I don't know about that. No, you're you're an old person at heart. <laughs> you, you belong in the... You belong in Shady Oaks Retirement Home, flipping through Woman's World, listening to Dolly Parton, and watching reruns of The Wedding Crashes. Why does that sound like my perfect day? Yeah, it is. It's I my perfect it day. I know. I know. Also, we've been playing a lot of Kenny G lately. Yeah, by the way, any of you that need to get in the jolly Christmas spirit, Michael Bublé is kind of taking a hiatus in our house. He's normally the go-to, obviously. By the way, Chelsea and Jace, our friends down the road, they just got Michael Bublé's Holiday Christmas on vinyl. That's that is so rad. That's new level Christmas spirit. That is new level. Cheer. Isn't that amazing? And she said, yeah, and Jace just got a new speaker like that works better with our, um, like our vinyl player. Oh, and I'm like, MG. You guys are old people as well. <laughs> That's why I like them so Let, much. Let's all drink tea and listen to Michael Bublé on vinyl. We yes. have to do that. Anyway, today's theme is... How to have more in 2020. Three different ways. Right. What's the paradox here? There's a, there's a, there's a, we've lured you into a trap by saying have more. Well, Alex and I were talking today because we were on the topic of, hey, the new year, the new year is coming. Um, what can we do differently? How are we going to show up next year? And we were kind of looking at our year like month to month, basically, like kind of planning what are our main goals for each month uh, of next year. And we were talking about um, allowing versus getting. And a lot of people, I want to get certain things. What does that mean specifically? Explain that. Well, we often want to get things. Mm -hmm. But really what we need to do instead of trying to get things to come or get things is to allow them to come to us. Because, What's the difference? Well, one of them, I think, is uh, getting actually comes from a place of like, scarcity it mm -hmm. comes from a place of i don't have enough and i need more to be whole and complete and allowing is 
I have everything that I need. I'm happy and whole and complete as I am now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, th- things are wonderful. So yeah. allowing more into your life is not a bad thing. Everything's always in constant flow and motion. But really everything we want is always around. Mm-hmm. And it's just allowing that into your life instead of going, I need this, I need that, I need to get this and get that. It's like, what if we could shift our way of thinking and change our perspective instead of things that you wanted to get? What what can you allow for? What can you um, allow for more at any time? Mm-hmm. But get, especially when you think of the new year. I, I think get also implies a transaction needs to happen. Get means... In, in some context, like d- d- depending on the way you look at it, like I need to give up this or I need to pay the price for this or whatever to in order to get what I want. Maybe someone else has to lose for mm-hmm. you to gain and for you to get. So we're just trying to bring another perspective to this idea of like how to actually have more in your life. Can you get it through allowing more because it might already be around you or working its way to you versus like, oh, I need to go and... Work. I always Seek think it or work. Yeah, work really hard to get yeah. something. It, it needs to be a mean, lot of effort. Right, where allowing is is a, is attracting things into your life, and that's what we were talking about earlier today. We were talking about, and this is one of the ways we wanted one of the things we wanted to share with you. We were talking about how you can actually block things from coming into your life. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had things where you just want something really badly, and you're like, I don't understand why I'm not getting the result I want or getting the thing that you want. And often it's because you actually are blocking it. You have a barrier up against attracting that. And Alex, you were talking about like you, we people have habits that turn into barriers Mm -hmm. for blocking abundance, blocking success, blocking happiness, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be. Right. It's it's generally, I mean, to, to explain that further, it's generally just talking about, okay, let's say you've gotten as far as knowing something that you do want, but you have habitual behaviors that literally just block that from your life. So if you're saying I want, and we know people like this. I mean, we know people around us like this. You might know someone, you might be one of these people. I want to get healthy, right? Mm -hmm. Yet a block for you that is so habitual is that you, I don't know, crack open a Diet Coke every day or something like that, or you drink soda almost like it's water without knowing. And, and that is stopping you from getting healthy. That's just a, like a simple example. Another more like Mm -hmm. deep example is that you say you want a relationship, but you've conditioned yourself to be emotionally unavailable, right? Like you don't, you, you create blocks to push people away and not be vulnerable and not allow people into your life. That's like maybe a deeper example of it. So, um, yeah, I think, I think that's really interesting the way that you can actually block abundance and block things that you want. And so we're going to talk about getting those out of the way as well. And I think a way to know if maybe there's something that you are blocking is to think about something that you've always wanted or that maybe you've even like tried or worked really hard to get or to allow and it's just never worked out for you. Mm. Like you said, like, like a good relationship Mm -hmm. or you've always wanted to look a certain way and Mm -hmm. have a certain type of body, but it just hasn't worked out for you. It doesn't, Mm -hmm. it doesn't like no matter what you do, it's just like, you always feel the same or you always look the same. You're always, you know, in the same relationship. Like that is that you have like a habitual behavior that's blocking you from 
allowing and attracting what you desire. Yeah. So just think about that. I would say pull out a notepad and write some notes. Think about the things you've always wanted and it just hasn't worked out. And you're like, darn it. This, why is this working out for me? Make a notes of that. And, and that is your key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really important to self-analyze as you as you go into this next year. Before you decide on all these goals and, and New Year's resolutions and stuff for the new year, ask some more powerful questions. We can talk about those in another podcast. But like really do some self, self-analysis and say, what, what did I... I don't want to say screw up because I don't want you to fall into a spiral of beating yourself up or anything, but screw ups or learning experiences. Yeah. What, what behaviors did I um, do this year that stopped me from actually getting what I wanted? Because chances are you're thinking the same way that you're thinking now you're in that kind of resolution state um, this time last year. So anyway, let's dive in, pull out the notes app on your phone or a notebook with a sassy quote on the front and write down at the top of it. Three ways to allow more into your life. And by the way, that was one of them, habits. Yeah, but that is the second one. So don't write that first. The well, first one, <laughs> we're going chronological here. Pay attention, Ash. Don't ruin this for me. The first one, and we've talked about this in the past, is the law of vacuum. And Ashley loves this law so much even though she doesn't like vacuuming. And right now, our vacuum is actually... One of our vacuums we own, too, is broken. I'm not happy about it. It's a very expensive vacuum. But anyway, this actually has almost nothing to do with actual vacuuming. This is when we need a sponsored ad. From Dyson. Dyson. We own so many products from Dyson in this house. It's not even funny. And they're so overpriced. And (laughs) now one of them is broken. They're not overpriced. Talk about Okay, sorry. I take that back. Clear cancel. Clear delete. Screwed. (laughs) They're high. They're high. Well... One of them is broken, so I'm... They're I'm, high quality. No, and they're broken. I, well, you know why they're broken. It's because I had to pull the damn thing apart and pulled out <laughs> about two pounds worth of clumped up pink hair. wonder who that came from in this house. Mm, sorry about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Anyway, <laughs> the first one is the law of vacuum. The law of vacuum states that you need to clear out old, limiting, mm-hmm. non-serving... Behaviors, things, belongings, ideas, thoughts to allow room for new ones. It, it's it's honestly as simple as just making room for new. Yeah. And you can think about it. I mean, it, it's, it works the same way in your spiritual life as it does in like your tangible like reality. Like if you think about, think about if you had a room, your room full of stuff. And you wanted a new, you wanted this brand new, beautiful sofa. You're like, man, I really, really want that. And you just don't have anywhere to put it. Like, there's no freaking where to put it because you have your old sofa that's got clothes piled up on it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of dusty and Mm -hmm. falling apart. And Mm -hmm. you're like, well, I do like this sofa. It's been a good one. Blah, blah, blah. It'd be a waste to get rid of it. It'd be a shame. What you if know, I miss it? What if I miss oh, it? but my old friend likes it or, you know, that kind of stuff. Or a fam- somebody gave oh, it to you. I don't yeah. know. Long story short, it's like you have the sofa in your house and, and and you're actually maybe trying to get the new sofa in your house. Maybe you've even bought it, but you just can't fit it in. Mm-hmm. This is, Just think about that. That mm-hmm. is the law of a vacuum. You got to get out that old sofa 
And then you know what? The new one just fits perfectly in its place. Mm-hmm. That happens. It, it happens all the time, like in your business and with money. Mm-hmm. Have you ever just decided, like, something in your business where you're like, you know what? I am done. I am done with this business. I'm getting rid of it, or I'm quitting this job, and I'm I'm just gonna something else is gonna fall in your lap. And has that happened? That is the the vac. It's called the vacuum law of prosperity. Mm-hmm. You have to get rid of something to gain something else. And, uh, in a, in another application as well, and I always I tend to come back to relationships. But you're not really going to attract the person of your dreams while you're still hung up on your ex. Sure, that's not a thing. So right. like clearing out those thoughts, those old pictures, maybe blocking or deleting their number. Um, you know, throwing out belongings, all that kind of stuff from previous relationships in order to make room for a new, more exciting, more fulfilling one. That's a, that's mm-hmm. a really good, um, totally really good way of looking at it too. Well, I mean, th- think if you ever cleaned your house and you maybe donated things and cleaned up everything, didn't you feel more clear? You probably felt more creative, more inspired, more peaceful, more less calm, anxious, yeah. less anxious. It's, it's truly... The, like, it's the vacuum law. It's because you cleared out physically mm-hmm. to bring more of what you actually wanted into your life. And sometimes that actual physical things, and sometimes it's the way you want to feel. Sometimes it's um, you want to make more money. So you're like, you know what? I've got to get rid of some of this dead weight so I can allow something better in my business to step into its place. Heavens in your physical body as well is why we do cleanses. Yeah. Literally why we do cleanses to like cleanse our bodies of old toxins and toxicity to allow new nutrients to come into our body and be absorbed by our body. Because generally what we do, if we just say, I'm going to go on a diet or I'm going to start eating healthier now, it's like, well, that's all well and good. But most people are piling on new nutritious food on top of a body that's been conditioned for toxicity. So it's essential that you cleanse out the old to make room for the new. We should do a podcast on that. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be really great. Actually, let's do that. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. I have my mom on as a guest. She is a world-renowned expert in cleansing. She's amazing. She's really cool. Shout out to mom. And all the moms listening. <laughs> yes, she is incredible. I call her super mom. She's okay. so amazing. Number two. Number two. Yeah. Write it down. We've already talked about it. Habits that create barriers. Mm-hmm. Again, making a list of all the things that seem to happen over and over again. Maybe things you don't want to happen over and over again. And um, they're happening because you have habitual behaviors that are not serving you. And, and, and just write down with that is that like about 99% of all your behavior is habitual. Meaning you do it without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Just think about that for a second. If you don't, if you don't believe me when, when I say that, you say, oh, there's no way I do things without thinking about them. Of course I'm thinking about them. If you ever been driving for like an hour and you finally get to your destination, you realize that you were thinking about, you weren't thinking about driving the whole time. And you finally get to the destination, you're like, who the hell was driving the car the whole time? <laughs> it's because it, it's habitual for you. It's, it's, you've done it so many times that you don't even have to think about it. Right. Yeah. When you first learn to get your license, you're like, oh my God, what do I push? Which pedal does what? Which button does what? And now that you're so used to it and conditioned to it, you're you know, switching songs while punching in something to your GPS and looking out the window and indicating to go sure. left and all that kind of stuff. So yep. most of your behavior is habitual. The way you 
get up in the morning, how you jump on Instagram straight away, the time you spend on Instagram, the way you drive to work, the food you eat, the, the, the thoughts that you start having, the way you react to things, a lot of that is habitual. So just realizing that um, that's driving a lot of your life. Is your habitual mm-hmm. behavior. It's it's really important to just first of all notice that, and then we can look at different ways of changing that if mm-hmm. it's if it's not serving you. Okay, number three is number three is belief. It's um I would say believing that you can allow more into your life mm-hmm. at any time, but we're focusing on twenty twenty right now, and um. You'll only get what you want when you believe that you can have it and believe that you deserve it. A lot of a lot of people think it's the other way around. Well, I'll see it. I mean, I'll, I'll believe, believe it when I see I'll it. I'll believe it when I see it. And it's like that is literally the most damaging thing that you can say and believe. Well, and it's so be, be aware that 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 mentality is so accepted by our society. Oh yeah, I'll <laughs> believe it when I see it. Oh, it's too good to be true. Oh yeah, don't think that way. Like, don't aim too big. All that kind of stuff. So. Oh, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Stupid. It's, it's such, a, such a bad way to attract abundance and to have more in your life because you're, that's just not how it works. I mean, you yeah. can go back and read Think and Grow Rich and this is one of the main principles of the book is whatever the mind can believe, um, it can achieve. Yeah, I was like, it can have. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's the main line from the book and... Um, and it's, it's so important, just let go of the mentality that you'll, you'll believe that you're deserving of a happy relationship when you meet the right person. You'll believe that you're deserving of a great job or business opportunity when it presents itself to you. Mm -hmm. And this is what we mean when we talk about like allowing things into your life. This is the biggest thing because generally like opportunities are all around you. You have barriers up to allowing them into your life. So, for example, here's a good example that probably most of us can relate to. We're constantly surrounded by radio waves and, and all sorts of different frequencies. Pretty much everywhere right now, if you were to open it up on your phone, there would be a Wi-Fi network. So, Wi-Fi networks, and this sounds like a silly example, but it's really true... Wi-Fi networks are all about, all around us. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I did a search on my phone right now, I'd probably find 20. But if I'm not thinking about Wi-Fi networks, I'm generally not aware of them. I'm not walking around saying, oh, I'm in the presence and proximity of 20 Wi-Fi networks right now. And you don't feel it. You don't feel it yeah. either because you're not, you're not necessarily looking for it. But the second I tune in and say, I need a Wi-Fi network, and I open up my phone, I get resourceful, and I, I do a search, sure enough, 20 of them are there. And I didn't mm-hmm. see them before, yet they were there. There is no doubt that they were there. And that is. And and and, and that, that is could, life. Yeah, it that, could be the same for the right relationship. It mm-hmm. could be the same for the right business opportunity. It could be the same for the right resources that you need to, you know, they're, help, they're help always you, whatever there. it might be. Everything that you need is inside of you and always with you. It's just. You have barriers. Just you need to be able to, to see it. it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really cool and exciting. Yeah, because it means that it's nothing's hard to have, nothing's hard to find. It's just when you are ready mm-hmm. to receive it. Yeah. So I would just say, let twenty twenty be your year of receiving. Mm-hmm. It it is time. It it is your time. Now, I a book that I just got recently 
is called, it's by Wayne Dyer, and it's called You'll See It When You Believe It, which is kind of the opposite of the way most people think. People are like, well, I'll see it. I'll believe it when I see it, and mm -hmm. it's just not true. So I love this book, and I did pull out a little place here, and it's talking about visualization. So I'll just read you like a couple sentences. It says, I'm firmly convinced that thoughts are things. Thoughts, when properly nourished and internalized, will become a reality in the world of form. We think in pictures, and these pictures become our inner reality. When we learn the how and the why of this imaging process, and then we're on our way to unexpected success in common hours. It's pretty cool, huh? Unexpected, unexpected success, success in common hours. Love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really love that. I, I mean, I, it's truly like all this goes like back to visualization and and just it's really believing what you can't see. So and it's it's a tough one. Like it'll it'll feel uncomfortable at the start when you start saying, I believe I am deserving of a great relationship. I believe I'm deserving of lots of money. I believe I'm deserving of all these kinds of things. Just affirming that to yourself can be really uncomfortable it'll almost feel like wearing your shoes on the wrong feet mm -hmm. um and that's kind of how it should feel because you're trying to impress a new belief upon your mind that has been conditioned to believe the complete opposite its whole life so just dance with the discomfort of that but the repetition of that affirmation will um will manifest and it will it will impress upon your mind and we've talked about how important that is and how to do that in previous episodes and mm -hmm. we'll talk about it more in future episodes because we're total nerds about that I kind love of stuff it. But just to kind of recap, the, the three ways to have more in 2020, the first one is the vacuum law of prosperity. So that means getting rid of the old to make room for new. That means in your physical space and also in your mental space. So what can you get rid of in your house or cleaning out your car uh, clean out your closet, clean out your drawers, whatever it is. Your social media, unfriending people, sure. unfollowing pages, all those kinds of things I, t I think take up a lot of real estate. Sure. Whatever takes up real estate like in your physical reality, but also, yeah, in your social media digital reality. World, sure. your, yeah, digital reality. But then in your thought space, like what thoughts are um, holding you back from thinking good things because thoughts become things. So what kind of things do you want to attract in 2020? It literally 100% comes from your thoughts first. So what kind of amazing thoughts can you create now to plant amazing seeds to flower in 2020? Um, the second is checking out and taking a look at the habits that you have that you maybe not even aware of right now, but make that list and of things that have happened that kind of keep happening over and over again that you don't love and recognize where that comes from. Those habitual behaviors that are damaging, those are what we want to start clearing out. Even if you start with one, clearing out one bad habit, that will unlock so much more success, abundance, prosperity, whatever it is that you need and want in 2020. And the third thing is belief. Um, believing that you can have and deserve everything before you can see it. Those are the three things. And I also wanted to share an affirmation for you. This is just a really simple affirmation. It's, gen it's kind of general, but try it and, and repeat it after me. I wake up every day with excitement and intention. 
I create all the success and happiness and life I desire. I love affirmations so much. Beautiful. I love that. And I had something really fun for Alex because we always have a laugh. I have my little Miracles Now card deck from Gabby Bernstein. And so Alex loves it when I ask him to pull a card. I mean, like drawing these cards. I'll do this at nighttime. And I always get incredible cards. Mm -hmm. And he gets the funniest cards. Mm -hmm. It makes me laugh so much. So I told him, I said, I'm pulling out my card deck. And you're okay. going to pull a card and you're going to read it. So mine... Mm -hmm. says, well, it's a good one. Right, of course. By spreading loving energy, I attract more love. See? It was even meant to be for tonight. Good for you. Okay, now your turn. Your turn. I'm so nervous. I have to say, universe, show me a miracle. Universe, show me a miracle. <laughs> I share my light with the world. Well, that's cute. It's cute, but... Mine's better. It seems like a crappy fortune cookie to me. <laughs> no, it's great. You are sharing your light with the world. Oh, yes. The yes, last yes. time we did this, it was so funny. I got something that was like magical and wonderful and like super moving. And his card, even though it's still a great card, it, we just laughed out loud because his card said, I pray before I pay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, that's funny. You pray before you buy another Dyson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No more Dysons. Oh, uh, okay, guys. Send us a message on Instagram and leave a rating if you're loving the podcast. And if you do that, send me um, a screenshot of your rating and or your review and send it to us on Instagram. Also, there's a brand new blog post up called WTF Our Affirmations because kind of wanted to talk about what in the world they are for I know some people that listen to us are like really familiar with them and other people are like what are they talking about but the the blog post is up and it's awesome and I definitely want to invite you to check it out we'll talk to you later bye, bye. guys bye